Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Ulysses, did we get another subscriber or two, or are we still at 194? Oh, baby, we got three. We're at 197. Okay, so we're above Jose Molina territory. That's nice. We're like at Carlos Pena 2012 right now. Okay, we got to get to 200. Let's just get that punch up. Yeah, let's go. Please, let's get there. Uh, So if that isn't enough for you to subscribe, I can't help you. Uh, Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnRays, and you can email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. We've gotten a couple of great mailbag questions, and that is something we are inviting and will be taking because uh, it's still lockout season, folks. So Mm -hmm. uh, send us your questions or possible topic ideas. We take it all. Uh, In the meantime, Ulysses, today we have a very special guest, and that is... Dedicated listener, Tyler Parker, who is the Locked On Rays fantasy football champion and for winning, for winning the league. You know what? Standing ovation. Standing ovation. I gave it to Wander Franco. There we go. Got to give it to Tyler. Um, uh, I did terrible in that league, first of all, but as I think I did better than you and I don't, and you know how much football I know. Yeah. I think it just goes to show that fantasy football can be a crapshoot don't tell that to tyler i know i know don't tell it to him yes i i was getting to that um but part of the agreement whoever won that league yes would be a guest co-host on the show for an episode so tyler congratulations um what was your strategy with the uh, fantasy football league like how did you uh defeat the competition to uh to win it all well first off thanks for having me on guys secondly I did mentally just as much as you guys. I didn't know what was going on. As much <laughs> of a football fan I am. I think I had a new team every week. I had Debo mm-hmm. Samuel and Burrow. Beyond that, it was it was a wild it was the wild west out there. We didn't know who was going out in the field. Had a strong start, but in the end we think we lost four straight going down the stretch, but it only matters in the playoffs. It's a crapshoot in yeah. the playoffs, man. You get in there, and, and you just got to stay hot. Anything can happen. Although I didn't have a chance at making the Fantasy Football League playoffs because I think I only won one game over the course of the entire season. I got you beat by, I think, four? I think I won, like, five games, so not that bad. But still, I think I was the worst in my division. Yeah, so hopefully yeah. Uh, we bring it back for Fantasy Baseball. And the same thing is going to go on with that. Whoever wins that league will get an opportunity to guest co-host the program. So, uh, Tyler, I understand that you are based or living in South Carolina. I think I saw a portion of the uh, USC South Carolina Gamecocks uh, sweatshirt. Not sweatshirt, but a long T-shirt. There we go. Yep, I got it correct. Uh, What brought you to South Carolina and – how did you become a Rays fan? Are you from the Tampa Bay area originally and then moved there for college, or have you always been in South Carolina? I actually grew up my whole life in Indiana. Oh, okay. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Wow. So, it's an Indiana podcast. We've got Tyler yes, Parker. Is. We've got myself. We've got Kevin Kiermeyer, Mike Brasso, all the greats. Trisha Whitaker. Also from Fort Wayne, where KK was from. Wow. I think we're about 20 minutes from him. 
Small world. <laughs> That's awesome. So is that how you be? So, okay. Again, how did you become a Rays fan then being from Indiana? So it really started about eight years old. I really never had a team. And, but we always took a road trip for spring break down to the Tampa area. We stayed in Reddington beach. We always loved the area, but once, once during the trip, we always made it a deal to go to a Rays game. And after a while, after like two years, it just grew on me that I was sold. This is, it's a fun team to watch. I mean, where I'm from, it's about a three hour drive to a ballpark. So it's a whole day trip to get a game in. So that was a big opportunity. I mean, they latched on to me ever since. But yeah, I was just loved them. So what, about what year was that when you started going to games? I assume was that around the. It was 2009 because. I didn't know it because I'm just a little kid. I didn't really follow baseball that much, but they went to the World Series. We went to the next year, and we just – opening day, and they raised the banner. I'm like, oh, good for them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a good time. I, I'm, honestly, uh, I remember that 08 season, and – a lot of people became fans during that, yeah. that time. I mean, high school was popping. I've told you this story many times. Mm-hmm. You know, in driver's ed class, man, we would pull that television and, and see the sports center highlights and uh, a lot of race highlights that year. Yeah. A lot of race highlights. By the way, that's so that was Freedom High School. Yes. Uh, Freedom High School education right there. You're watching Sports Center, <laughs> watching race baseball. I guess exactly. it worked out. I guess it. Hey, literally paid off for Ulysses. Here. Look at that. Thank you, Freedom High School. Thank you, Hillsborough County. Yeah. Yeah. We don't thank them for many things, but we'll thank them (laughs) for that as of right now. So, uh, Tyler, what brought you to, so I understand the Ray's origin story, but I am curious about what brought you to South Carolina. Was that like always a dream school for you to, to go to Columbia and and study there? It wasn't even in the, my mind until last January, I went to a local school in Fort Wayne, Indiana was there for two years Got kind of tired of it, was kind of fearing being there my whole life. Mm. So I wanted to branch out, try something new. So South was calling, South Carolina, got some SEC football. It's just a really fun time. It's nice being in a big school environment. It's my first year here, so Mm. I'm still acquainting myself. Well, you got to get to know the, the right pizza place. You got to get to mm-hmm. know, you know, the, the, the hangout spots. How, uh-huh. how, how, are you, how are you feeling? Are you feeling at home now, even, even though it's been a year? We found the pizza spot. That's That was a gimme. <laughs> that was agenda number one coming down. Yeah. The hangout spots have been found. It's feel at home. It's definitely, I love the, I like the South a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, you're not the first person to feel that uh, as somebody from Indiana moving to a little more south than South Carolina to Florida. It's like, yeah, not going back. How's the snow? I know Kevin doesn't like snow, doesn't like that stuff. Do you did you also kind of migrate down because of that hatred towards the the negative Fahrenheit or 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 you miss it? That played a part. That was (laughs) can't say it wasn't a part. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, we had, we had snow here three weeks ago, but it was, it lasted a day. So okay. it wasn't a big deal. It was 70 degrees today. It was gorgeous. Look at that. A lot better than Indiana right now. <laughs> Probably. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Uh, okay. So Tyler, there's been a lot of news with the Tampa Bay Rays as of late, uh, or I should say 
a big piece of news with the Tampa Bay Rays. Something Ulysses revolving around stadium talk, I guess. Something like that. Uh, How does it – I want to hear that opinion. Uh, Yeah, I want to hear a fan's take on this, honestly. I mean, not that we aren't fans, but somebody – Right. You know, maybe more from the outside as opposed to – And literally from the outside, though. Yeah. So I want to hear – Tyler, when this whole split city – before it was declared officially dead – did you think it was a good idea, uh, you know, only going to maybe a, a few games here and there? Uh, how did you feel about the, the whole split city before it was declared dead? I mean, in all honesty, I think every fan could tell you this. It was just a bad idea from the start. I mean, you have to respect the economics of it, owning two TV markets, having twice as many fans. But that's on paper, though. It, you were going to burn the bridge with the fans you had in the Tampa area you were probably going to lose a lot of that business. I don't know if they would have stayed full-time once they realized that they lost the Tampa market. Mm-hmm. But personally, cheers to the new plan or the old plan being dead. And now they can focus on more important things like the Ivor City destination. Personally, I saw in recent news, they were looking at that St. Pete airport Yeah, on the water. I like the idea of it being on the water in a beautiful landscape peering out from the outfield, but it doesn't solve all the issues of the stadium being that it's still a 30 minute drive from downtown Tampa to St. Petersburg and all the traffic going in, all the traffic going back. Like you'd have the beautiful stadium, but you still have no fans. Yeah, that's a big problem. And I go back to it. I think that the Rays are just using St. Petersburg as a negotiating employee. They don't really, I, I can't see how they have any legit intention of building a new stadium wherever it is. Just nowhere in Pinellas County, quite frankly, you, they're just using it as, Oh, they're kind of, you know, they, they uh-huh. are still interested in keeping us. So Tampa, maybe up your off for a little bit. And also the airport is farther away than the trop right now. Isn't it? Like, I mean, I don't, I, 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 don't, have, I, don't, I haven't look. The, the only the reason I go to St. Petersburg is for Rays games. That's about <laughs> it. Quite frankly. Well, you know, uh, so I, I think it is, I think it is farther away. The, the airport than, than the trop is from, from the center of Tampa. So it would be beautiful. I, I love that idea of, you know, creating a landscape where you can kind of show off where you are geographically in the U.S. You know, PNC does it. San Francisco does it. Uh, so many uh, ballparks do it. The way that Wrigley is integrated into the middle of downtown mm-hmm. is just tremendous. I would rather it be being integrated in Ybor City than, you know, yeah. with a beautiful, you know, golf. I get it. I get it. But I want it to be popping. I want it. I want a Wednesday yeah. 6.40 p.m. start to just be nuts. I'm tired of the, not argument, but the constant discussion and scuttlebutt about, hey, this is a great organization, great franchise. No but they can't draw. They can't draw. Nobody shows up to the games, and that becomes a constant thing. So it would be not saying that uh, 40,000 would pack an Ebor. I mean, the, the stadium would be, it's going to be a small stadium, 27,000, 28,000. But if you... All I'm asking for at the end of the day, just average 20,000. Yeah. Average 20,000. That's Give me not that, that bad. Um, but I do have a, a question. Tyler, uh, If small trivia question here. If I wanted to get Stu in a room and Jane Castor and all these people, and, and they're really asking for something low-calorie, high-protein, 100% real chocolate, what should we give these people? I think I have an answer, and I think the one and only answer is a built bar. 
That is correct. Mm-hmm. Built bars are 100% covered in real chocolate. They're low calorie, high protein. You can replace your candy bars with built bars. They're better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories when all built bars are around 130 to 180 calories. You've got to go to built.com. If you go to built.com and you use promo code LOCKED15, you get 15% off your order. So if you're Jane Castor, if you're Stu Sternberg, if you are any type of Rays fan in South Carolina or Fort Wayne or Tampa, Florida, you got to go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order at built.com. What I would do is I would stick uh, Jane Castor and Stu Sternberg in a room uh, without food or water for several, several hours, <laughs> offer them a built bar and say, what would you be willing to pay for that said built bar? You know what? I think that's probably what people want the owners to be you know, doing in a, in a locked room and, yeah. and, and figure out the lockout situation. Even yeah, then, might be a little too generous. Situation is, right. uh, yeah, I don't think the lockout situation, that's still going to be an ongoing topic. I don't think oh, yeah. things are going to get resolved in the next week or two. I think it's going to be several, several weeks. Hey, we can wait till now. Saturday. Apparently, there's a big thing happening on Saturday. Let's wait and see. I don't know. Yeah, a big nothing. Yeah. There's going to be a big no involved. It's going to be a built bar wrapper with nothing inside. Pretty much, yeah. essentially. Um, Tyler, one, I mean, we assume we're going to have baseball in 2022. We, yes. we assume, well, we, there is going to be baseball of some shape or form, but yes. legit raise baseball. With that being said, uh, Tyler, want to get your take on this. Couple sort of prognostications and projections for the upcoming season. A uh, couple things here. Who do you think will be the best race starter in 2022. I got a couple of favorites. Okay. One of them is dealing with an elbow issue, but the other two, I would say either Shane Boz or McClanahan. And I think McClanahan might have the edge by a little. That's fair. Going with the lefty. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I think I love the lefties. Look, yeah. At the end of the day, I think Shane Bob will be a better pitcher in time and a more productive pitcher in time, but I still think there's going to be a little bit of not babying, but easing him along into, it's not like, okay, opening day, you're the ace now, right? Yeah. You're going to throw 180 innings. I think they've, they're starting to get to that point of Shane McClanahan of really taking that mantle, especially with the absence of Tyler Glass. Now. After the 2021 season, I would, I would, I would think that there's no way, that he doesn't get opening day, not. Yeah, I, mean, I, agree. I think he gets he gets, Shane McClanahan. Here you go, game number one. That's you. Which is pretty crazy because I mean it goes back. He's is, almost a rookie. Yeah, that was his rookie season. Well, that too, and and some of the the, the fact that yeah, all all that tied in, and some of his injury history and past, and the fact that like Tyler mentioned, like you mentioned, Ulysses, he is a lefty, and. It's it's tough for a lefty when a, a lefty starter. You can yeah. be a lefty on left, you know, kind of find a niche role, but to be that guy that's throwing five, six, seven innings where seventy percent of the league is right-handed hitters, yeah, not an easy thing to do whatsoever. No. Uh, okay, so very good uh, answer, and I I think you're you're right on mark there, uh, Tyler. Uh, okay, what about the best raised position player for this upcoming season? Who you think that will be in twenty twenty two? Now, coming to no surprise, I think we all know it's going to be Mr. Wonder Franco. 
Ah. Obviously, his amazing season. But in addition to this, I think Meadows could have a run for his money. I I think 2020 may have been a fluke, 2021. I want to see him in 2019 self because that was something that I haven't seen an outfielder do for the Rays in a long time. Uh, honestly, I like the Dark Horse Meadows pick mm-hmm. because – 20, you take 2020 out, you have an all-star campaign of 33 home runs in 2019. Unbelievable season, yeah. 290 average, 88 runs batted in, and then he follows it up in 2021, his second full big season, and yeah. then he goes 27 bombs, something like that, 26, 27 bombs, 100-plus RBI. The average was low, but we know that OPS is what matters in 2022. Yeah. So I, I dig this. I think if you put his averages together he's a three war player mm-hmm. in the major leagues like per season yeah I, I i don't think you can sleep on him however like tyler mentioned i think it's a run for second place because if if you've got money you would put it on wander franco yeah i think at the end of the day wander franco will probably lead or be top two top three on the team in war i don't think meadows would quite reach that mark but i would not be surprised in the least if like the best overall offensive season in terms of if you're looking at home runs rbis ops like meadows certainly has proven that he can be that guy for sure and i think he got a little bit unlucky last season and the the question i have for meadows well is he is this his last year before arbitration i think so okay so there's some motivation there there you get go. paid a little bit yes I, i'll throw that out there but also i i'm curious the adjustment of I wonder if his playing time defensively is going to be tapered back because there's so many other outfield options as of right now. And I wonder, not every guy can handle that adjustment of, oh, I'm no longer an everyday position player. I'm just a DH. And let's also talk about his splits too. I mean, he's not a an adept lefty on lefty guy. Not a lot of not a lot of people are. Yeah. Uh, but you have to mention that. So, but let's see. I mean, again, he's a, he's a young guy. I think he. I like he, the dark horse pick. I like that's a really yeah. good dark horse pick. Okay, what else? Um, he was also at the uh, Orlando meetings today. Austin Meadows. Yes, he he was. Yes, among several other race players, which makes sense because the medians are in Orlando. So, like, I mean, <laughs> you're not going to make that drive just to show face a little bit. Can't make it. I, uh, I'm, I'm fishing. I, I'm, uh, I'm drinking a Miller Light. That's what I'm doing. I'm in Pasa Grill right now. Yeah. Is that where he goes? I don't know. That's where I go. No, he's probably. Yeah. Oh. Okay, you are showing off. <laughs> Enough of you already. Um. Okay. So good. Good answer there, Tyler. Um. We talked about the starter, talked about the best position player, you think. Uh, who will be the best reliever for the Rays in 2022? Now, it comes down to how Kevin Cash, as we know, is not surprising at all. But I think it could be between Rasmussen or Kittredge. But it mm-hmm. depends if Rasmussen is a starter or is he uh-huh. bullpen. Because, once again, who knows with Cash. But my biggest flaw with Kittredge can he avoid the bullpen injury bug that has plagued this team for far too many years? Especially a guy that has a, a, an elbow issue yeah. in 2020, came back without going to Tommy John. But how many times can an all-star reliever be an all-star reliever in back-to-back seasons? Yeah. That's, that's, that's tough to do in, in the major leagues. I think we've said this before. Kittredge had his career year last year. He's not going to surpass what he did last year. He can still be not a shell of what that was, but he can put up, he can still be a very solid reliever. I just, 
that might have just been his one All Star year. I don't in and, baseball. And 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 just because that means that that was his peak doesn't mean that the rest is going to just be bad. I think right. he could still be a solid reliever. And I think when you have those peak years, hopefully that gives you a little bit of a self esteem, and, and you know that you can succeed in the major leagues, and, right. and and maybe you know can give you a little bit of oomph. But uh, with Drew, I, I'm before I answer what I think. Drew, would if you're cash, if you're if you're riding the the, the rotation, if you're you're the guy in command of, of this ship, where do you place Drew? Are you putting him in the rotation, or are you put a shift, a shift, shifting him back into the bullpen? Tyler, what do you think? Oh, <laughs> I think he goes to the starters. He is part of the rotation. And I say this mostly because of the Glasnow injury and the timetable not being certain. They need yeah. guys up there. And right now, I'm not seeing AAA having that many options available. I think Rasmussen, he's done it before. He did it in September a little bit. He had strong starts. I think he gets a couple more innings. But I could also see him sneaking back into the bullpen on a weird Wednesday night. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows what the race? It also could be one of those things where maybe he starts the year as a starter, and then maybe if a prospect or two, Tommy Romero is ready for the call up, then maybe they they shift things around, or maybe Josh Fleming has shown some things. Maybe, and who knows? We still have to remember that the Rays also signed Corey Kluber, so they're going to have a lot of options. Seemingly, what remind me of his peripherals? Didn't Drew get very very high? Um, exit velocity yeah, against it was him, insane. and very, very low percentage of whiff rate. And he's a two-pitch pitcher. So, again, the low whiff, do you want a low whiff guy in the bullpen? I don't. I want high strikeout guys, and the Rays seem to like that. But like you said, two, pitch, two pitches. Yeah. I mean, even Tyler Glass now with his devastating 99-100 and his devastating curveball had to get that slugger yeah. going. Can Drew develop a third pitch? Yeah, that's the thing. Drew and Drew might just be a one time through the order guy at the end of the day. That's that valuable in the Rays organization. That's true. That is very true. What's so funny is that we talk about okay, who's going to be the best reliever for the Rays in 2022? Um, like a year ago, a year and a half ago, we would unanimously have said, "Yeah, uh, Nick Anderson, duh." Next yeah. question, and now that's <laughs> totally. I mean, who even knows what we're going to see from him yeah. ever again if, you know, if and when he makes his return uh, in 2022, second part of the season, and how effective he's going to be if that arm is going to hold up. It's really kind of an unfortunate story. And that is why guys have to capitalize on their earnings. They have a sh- several guys, pitchers especially, they have a very short window to make that money. Yeah. And they need to make that money. So uh, speaking of money mm. – one place where you can make a little more money is Bet Online. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. Bet Online has up to the minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real time updates of current games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. For the 2022 season, Bet Online, it is where the game starts. Also, we want to mention it's Super Week, brought to you by Get Upside. 
And there is no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams are in L.A. They're in Los Angeles, baby, all week covering the big game. Don't say what it's actually called, Ulysses. We can't. We would get in trouble. No. So don't say that. It's the big game, a very big game. Or Roger Goodell, if we said what it's really called, his $63 million salary annual salary no get out wait wait, time out he makes 63 no wait no no that's lie that's lie 63 mil and rob manfred gets 11 million that's why baseball is in it's in this situation among other reasons yes uh yeah so anyway moving along uh we we won't talk about roger goodell anymore i think uh we'll we'll move along from that (laughs) I, i am curious after the big game yeah can we say what it's actually called or is it what if i have what if i like cereal but I like a lot of cereal. Where, what kind of yeah. vessel would I need to eat a lot of cereal in? A superior bowl is what you would oh, like. Oh, okay. Yeah, that something makes sense. along those yeah. lines. Anyway, continuing, moving along here, uh, let's let's do some rapid-fire questions with Tyler. I like it. All right. Some rapid- adjust, adjust the gloves, the batting gloves, Tyler. Uh-huh. All right, get ready for the heaters. Yep. Uh, 98. There we go. Uh, I, I think it's pretty – it's – Pretty nice that Tyler is from Fort Wayne. So I'm going to set up this question for him because it does involve another Fort Wayne person. That is Kevin Kiermeyer. Tyler, will Kevin Kiermeyer be in a raised uniform all season long? As much as I love him, that's going to be a no. Okay. That's going to be rough. Addendum to that, though, is he going to get traded before the season starts? I personally do not think so. He's going to have one shot these next three months to prove it. And this might be his last shot to prove it before teams give up on him with age and time. So I think the Rays are looking for him to give out a little showcase to trade him away. Ooh. I, I agree with Tyler. Uh, I, agree I mean, with Tyler. The, the rumors were really heating but, up right before the lockout. And Jason Stark did mention that his name was sounding off with him, yeah. Contreras, Kimbrell. So, Yeah. I get the feeling that Eric Neander like just ran out of time. <laughs> well, I thought he was like, man, I got to try to pull off this deal before 12.01 a.m. I've yeah. got to do it. And then he just missed the mark. Well, that's what happens. If I, I also think that there, there is no way, no way that KK is going to be in a raised uniform the entire season. Because what he would have to be, he would have to be just playing the best baseball of his career. It would have, he would have yeah. to be playing 2015 level ball. I mean, technically it is a career year for him with the buyout and so forth. But that's the other thing too, is like what, what's KK's salary expected to be this year? 12, 12 more than if, if the race, yeah, if the race keep him the entire year and don't want to pick up his option, then they got to pay the buyout. That's right. So it's really like a 14, $15 million salary, which for Stu, is that a lot? Yes. Yeah, it's very For Stu, it's a lot of it's money. It's a lot of money. Uh, another quick hitter. Will Wander Franco lead the team in war? That's the first part of the question. Is that a yes or a no? Oh, yeah. Easily. Okay. Will Wander Franco garner MVP votes? I think he could. I, he had a lot of chemistry in the clubhouse and a lot of respect in the game itself. I think he could be getting team MVP votes and even league MVP votes. Fingers crossed if he gets good enough. You know what? Uh, Austin Meadows uh, uh, got MVP votes league-wide. Yeah. Brandon Didn't, Lau yeah. got MVP votes. Mike Zunino 
got MVP votes. Why do I know those three? Because those three got me yeah. a little bit of a prop bed win. So there you hey, go. how about that? That's the thing, too. It's not like, hey, only four guys are going to get MVP votes. I mean, there could be. Yeah, one vote. Like it, that's, 20 guys. Yeah, it's kind of like the Hall of Fame with some of the nonsense voting. <laughs> not saying those guys did, like, but again, like, who, who's giving Austin Meadows an MVP vote? Hey, you can give 10th place MVP. <sighs> there you go. Was Why he the 10th best player in baseball in the American League, rather? Most valuable player, not best player. Okay, that's was what he, it's the, was he the 10th most? You could. Somebody could make that argument with the clutchness factor he had. I will say that, but he didn't provide anything defensively. I'd have to dig into that one a little bit. Um, Okay. Which raised position player will lead the team in strikeouts? This isn't a good thing. Which guy will strike out the most for the raise? I'm going to say this. It's going to be, to no one's surprise, Mike Zanino, but he will also lead in home runs. Mm. Back to back monster home run years wow. for Mike Zanino. I like this. So under Tyler's uh, assumption is that I guess Mike Zanino is going to get a little bit more playing time this upcoming season, hundred or a little more games. at bats. I should say yeah. maybe he gets some DH action. Who knows? I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah, I would have maybe gone for Brandon Lau, but or Randy Rosarena. That's the podium. That well, is. Yeah. He just can't. He's he's got his highs, but he really shows his lows. And that's my biggest struggle yeah. with Lau. Yeah. Rosarena, he's he's a twenty five home run hitter. I mean, he mm-hmm. does his job. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he also can get streaky. Yeah. That is true. Yes, he can. That is true. Uh okay, Tyler. I will let you do this one, Ulysses. I was, you know, taking the microphone away from you. Thank I'm sorry. You. I like this one. Will the Rays win the AL East, Tyler? I think it'll be a nail biter down the stretch. It won't be easy, but it's a possibility. I can't say yes or no, mm-hmm. but the one who they will be having a nail biter with is not Boston. It is not New York. It is Toronto. Ah, they were like dangerous it. last year. It was amazing. They didn't make the postseason, and I think they're hungry. They they want a taste of that postseason action. Honestly, I, I think it would be so good for baseball for the Rays and the Jays. Yeah to get on top of that division and just show the, the baseball world like it, it's over. Yeah. It's, well, you guys got to do something else because what you're doing ain't working. Yeah, just imagine expanded playoffs. You legitimately could have four AL East teams depending on how big of an expansion the playoffs are. Not it's the Orioles. the, the Orioles. best division in baseball. Yes. Punto. Uh, I will say I'm not – yet ready to say the Rays will win the AL East. I want to see what happens with a couple free agent signings, Yeah, mainly with other teams, like do the Yankees land Correa? That's sort of what I'm looking out for. Do they land among, Trevor Story? Among other players. Yeah. So it, it kind of, I'll be, or the Blue Jays, maybe the Blue Jays go after somebody. So They've I think there's the some, there's some considerations there too, for sure. Uh, okay, Tyler, last one, last rapid fire before we get to a little uh, baseball trivia and name that war. Uh, will the season... Will the 2022 MLB season start on time? March 31st is when it's supposed to start? Okay. Will the season start March 31st? Yes or no? From what I heard today, Manfred's saying a couple announcements about the universal DH and amongst other things. It sounds promising that there are some deals being done. And I'm not going to be scared by the owners and them threatening no season because in the end 
money is king and the owners love it. That's right. There That's will right. be you gotta scare them. You got to scare them with the wallet. Yeah. I don't How much the are they are scared to lose? Exactly. Yeah. They saw 2020 with no fans. It, exactly. That may have burned a hole in their wallets. Yeah. <laughs> that may have. Just a tiny one, even if at best. Just a smidge. That's the thing, though, is they're billionaires. So yeah. do they really even? <laughs> I, I feel like for the majority of, I mean, professional sports franchise owners, that this is like their pet project. They made their money in yeah. another industry, another market, another career. And it's like, oh, I've got so much money that I can buy a sports team and I can. This isn't their nine to five. Yeah. So they, they did that. But again, you also, they're. But they don't want to lose their money yeah, either. That's like the they're other not thing. dumb. Yeah, so that's why they're billionaires. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they also probably know the long-term repercussions of not canceling a season, but having it, having a ninety-four the casual season. fan checked out, basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, that's a big consideration there. Okay, let's move on. Yes. Baseball trivia, name that war. Uh, this question, this is for you, Tyler, first, and then we'll see how well you're doing. Maybe. Ulysses can fill in the blanks, actually. Let's okay. see. Uh, okay, so in front of me, I have a list of... Oh, my gosh, trying to get my count right. Let me let me count. Uh, this is great podcasting. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. There are nine Rays and or Devil Rays pitchers in franchise history who have won 40 or more games. Name five... Name five of those pitchers. Are they exclusively like in a raised uniform or their whole career? This was this is exclusively in a raised uniform. Great question. So these guys have won 40, at least 40, 40 or more games as a raised pitcher and then may have gone elsewhere. All right, I'm gonna start writing this down. And Tyler, you get the first crack at it. What did I say? I need I need five players. Five of nine. Yes. Five of nine. Yeah, and you get three strikes. Five of nine. Okay. We're gonna go first one. We're gonna go David Price. Very good. That is correct. He had 82 wins in a Rays uniform, so that gives you a little bit of a benchmark there. I'm just I'm gonna go from Devil Rays to Rays. See if we can work our way forward, but. Number two will be James Shields. James Shields is number one on this list. Number one. 87. 87 wins in a raised uniform. Wow. I was a little worried about that one. I didn't think he was going to be on there. No, very good. <laughs> number three, I'm going to choose. I'm going to go with Blake Snell. Blake Snell is on this list. 42 wins in a raised uniform. I need two more. You have James Shields, you have David Price, and you have Blake Snell. There's one guy on the tip of my tongue. Um, let's go with Wade Davis. Wade Davis, good guess, incorrect, strike yeah. one. But you're thinking, there's a couple guys from that era, I think. Well, that's about the time I started watching, so. Okay. Before that might be a stretch. <laughs> um, hmm. I will say all these guys, you know what? I think every one of these guys, except for maybe one, pitched exclusively in a Rays uniform and not Devil Rays uniform. So you probably okay. want to think, you know, 2008 and beyond. 
Let's do uh, Alex Cobb. Alex Cobb is correct. Number five on this list with 48 career wins. Tyler, you have one strike, four correct choices. One more if you can do it. One more. Got to go glass now. Glass now. Strike two. Ulysses is just biting his tongue. He's ready to He's ready. I can see him. (laughs) I I need one more. Let's give Tyler another guess. Let's give him another one. All right. So So you have Shields. You have Price. You have Snell. And you have Cobb. There were nine pitchers with... Uh Think, I think I know if I can remember his name. Do you know what it starts with or what he looks like? I might be able to give you partial credit. Give me partial credit, but he threw the no-hitter. Garza. Wow. He's, well, he wants Garza. Strike three. Matt Garza is not on this list, but still Good. a strong effort. Strong effort. Four out of five. Four out of five. Ulysses, can you get the fifth one and maybe all of them? I, I have a feeling you're going to get pretty close. Rapid fire here, if you can. Chris Archer. Oh. Number three with 55. Scott Casimir. Scott Casimir tied with Chris Archer with 55. Jeremy Hellickson. Number seven with 40. Is that it? You have two more. Two There's more? two more guys with 40. No way. And I will say, their names also start with a J. J? Uh, Not Jeremy. You got a Jeremy. You got a James. John, or Tyler got a James. John, John, no. Jonathan, no. J- J- Jimmy, Jimmy Johns. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to give you the answers. Okay, uh, you. And you're going to just be so upset. Oh. Well, I don't know. You'll be like, oh, okay. Uh, Jeff Neiman. Uh, I did and, love Neiman. And Jake Odorizzi. Ah, how quickly we forget. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now in a Astros uniform. Is that right? I think so. Wow. Crazy. Okay. Very good. Very good. Uh, trivia question. Uh, I'm going to make, unfortunately, I picked a guy that Tyler maybe saw just very little of as he became a race fan mm. in the last season that this guy became a race. Okay. Scott Casimir. Can you guess his baseball reference war in this segment of Name That War? If you want, we can put Kevin on the hot seat first to kind of get you a clue of where he might be. So, Kevin, let's help out Tyler. Okay. What is Scott Casimir's baseball reference player award? Oh, so I'm guessing first? Yes. Okay. Give Tyler a little bit of a, of a range. Scott Casimir. Oh, man, I should have looked it up while I was doing this <laughs> trivia question. Um, I'm going to say 25. That's my guess. 25. 25. Okay. Okay. Maybe a tad high, but that's what I'll go with. Tyler, you can uh, you can price this uh, prices right this thing, or uh, you know do your your best best college try here. I think we're looking at eighteen. Eighteen. I think he, okay. he shot a little too high there. Eighteen twenty five. I'm gonna say it's like right in the middle of those two. Like it's split the right difference. in the middle. It's right in the middle. Scott Casimir, baseball reference, was twenty two point four. Uh, I was closer. 
Yeah. Closer. Yeah. Closer. Very by decimal, but it's he's the guest, so he yes, gets the he gets true. the win. He gets the W. We'll take a participation trophy on that. There we go. <laughs> exactly. We all get participation trophies. That's nowadays. right. I'm not uh, <laughs> not ashamed of that. Three time All Star Scott Casmir, by the way. How about that? And about still that? pitching. Still pitching. Still pitching. One yeah. of those guys. Uh, Tyler, it was a pleasure. Again, congratulations on your Locked On Rays Fantasy Football Championship. Hope to see you for uh, the Locked On Fantasy Baseball League, and maybe you'll be a guest again. And, hey, keep watching the Rays from South Carolina, and maybe, I don't know if you go back to Indiana for, you know, to see family and whatnot, but uh, it's it's we, we don't just want Rays fans in the Tampa Bay area. We want them everywhere. Everywhere. That's what we're looking for. Exactly, because you know people say that the Rays don't have fans. Well, I think with this podcast, with this platform, we've shown that there are Rays fans everywhere, not only in yes. the U.S., but around the globe, and that's really, really cool. So, Tyler, to end the show, did you have fun? Would you say that this is a good uh, platform to come on? Of course. I had a blast. This is the podcast that you got to listen to every morning. The only podcast you need to listen to every morning. Ah, That's I great. like it. I'm going to clip that. I like it. Yeah, clip that. Send it to David Locke. Send it to our bosses, even yes. when they're mad at us sometimes. <laughs> I'm just going to isolate that clip. And, hey, we have one guy that enjoys the show. At least one. That's at least one. You only need one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tyler, thank you again. And thank you all for making the Locked on Rays podcast, your first listen every day, like Tyler said. Uh, you can also make your second listen, the Locked on Bets podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you next week.